back to Jack's Does Homestuck, uh, Gay Stuck Edition. This is episode two. We are covering act five, act one. Uh, it's going to be, I, I think, a little bit shorter than last week's was, uh, just because there wasn't there wasn't as much content in this. And I had thought about combining act five, act one into act five, act two, but I have started reading act five, act two, and there is so much gay stuff just from the start that that is going to be its own either very like long episode or uh, maybe a two-parter. So we'll see how that goes for next week. But in any case, so here's just a little little quick episode to get us caught up, get to know the trolls and their kind of relationships and just how fucking gay everyone is. Okay, so we start off with, um, I mean, kind of a lot of Karkat's uh, interactions can be gay, but remember, we're framing this as... Uh, conversations to be between people where they're sounding like they're attracted to someone rather than just like, listen, straight people don't do that. This is specifically about like them expressing uh, some sort of attraction or seeming attraction, something that can be interpreted as attraction to someone of the same gender. So we start off with Gamzee and Carcat, where uh, Carcat is ragging on Gamzee per usual uh, about all the horns he has lying around his home. And Gamzee says, man, you know you want to give my horns a good squeeze. So we start off with some good straight-up flirting, flirting between, uh, you know, dudes just being guys. And then we have Karkat and Solux, which is a really good kind of minefield for a gay context, just because, uh, you know, you have Karkat being insecure about his programming skills compared to Solux, who is like, really fucking great with computers in Carcat wanting to pretend he's a lot better at computers than he is and pretending that Solux isn't actually that great. And then we have this conversation where they're they're getting mad at each other. Carcat's yelling because that's what Carcat does. And then he says, are we not friends anymore because of the stuff I said? And Solux repi- replies, you literally ask me that every time. Are you joking? I can't even tell anymore. And even though Carcat says it's a joke, it's not a joke. I know it's not a joke. Carcat is is really insecure behind his shoutiness. And he does want to make sure that he didn't fuck things up with one of his best friends. Uh, we have something I forgot about. I forgot about the role playing between uh, Terezi and Nepeta. Nepeta? Nepeta? Nepeta. Nepeta. I'm going to say Nepeta. Hopefully this won't just be all me pronouncing names weird and you going, what the fuck, that's not how you say it. But, I mean, we're, we're going to go with uh, Terezi and Nepeta. So, I mean, it's already kind of like, yeah, they're, they're role-playing together. That's great. And then Nepeta just straight up role-plays blowing a kiss to Terezi, who then values it as a treasured possession. So that's great. That's some nice flirting there. And uh, then <laughs> uh, Nepeta literally refers to Terezi as her suitor. So, I mean, there's not really, like, I'm, it's not a stretch. Like, it's straight up. It's there. It's in the text. There's no subtext. It's text. And we go back to uh, Solux and Carcat, but this on Solux's side about how he really values Carcat as a friend and wants to seem as cool as possible to Carcat, which is the whole reason why he gave Carcat that uh, doomed code, that really, like, hey, this is going to fuck up everything forever code, um, was because he wanted to seem cool with Carcat. So, um, you know, they just have, you know, they have a lot of, a lot of love to give, you know, a lot of, a lot of red feelings there. And, uh, then I'm kind of like, 
we get to uh, Acquiesce, who, you know, for a little bit, I wasn't sure if I was going to include just because the things he says is just so much surrounding the power dynamic between trolls than anything that you will get him in every conversation with someone being like this. So, you know, it's not as like as deep and emotional and everything. It's just if you're talking to Equius and you talk about some sort of power dynamic or even almost talk about a power dynamic or he thinks a power dynamic is there or really anything, he's going to be, you know, pretty horny on main about it. So we have him with uh, Gamzee and how Gamzee doesn't want to give orders uh, to Equius, even though he is uh, higher than Equius in the uh, blood cast. And what? Uh, and Equius is like, hey, uh, boss me around a little. And poor Gamzee is just like, I don't want to disappoint you. I don't want, I don't, I don't want you to feel bad about me. I want to make you happy. I want us to be like great fun friends. I want everything to be cool. What can I do to make you feel better? And Equius is just like, yeah, boss me around. B- b- boss me around a little bit. Let me go get some towels and while you boss me around. So that's uncomfortable for everyone, for everyone involved. But that's Equius uncomfortable for everyone involved and Gamzee is just such a sweetheart and he ends up being pretty gay about like hey listen I'm here for you man like you need to open up to someone I'm here this is what this is what I'm here for yeah that's very nice Gamzee is such a sweet little clown so far act five act one (laughs) Friska and and Terezi like I'm a big shipper of theirs but I'm trying not to just see stuff only because I ship it so I don't feel like there's a whole lot of content to go off of yet, but we do have Friska doing her best to compliment Terezi about how, hey, remember when we played games together and how much fun that was and how you manipulated absolutely everyone without using special mind powers just because you're so awesome. And, uh, you know, it's, it's Friska trying to compliment Terezi. She, she's trying. She's trying. She's trying to get on the good side here. I mean, it's still Vriska, Act 5, Act 1. I mean, it's still Vriska. I mean, but still. She's she's getting her flirt on a little bit with the complimenting attributes she thinks should be complimented, even if not everyone else does, about how great of a manipulator you are. So the rest of this is just going to be about Kanaya because she has the most content in here, and I swear it's not just because I love Kanaya the most. It's just she's the most obviously gay out of everyone. So it starts out with her crush on Friska and how everyone knows she has a crush on Friska. Everyone. So Fafari's talking to Kanaya about how, yeah, don't you want to join in here uh, in the order you're doing it to keep an eye on your friend? Uh, friendly, friendly friend, 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 friend. And Kanaya's like, oh, I don't know if I really like want her to be my friend. And yeah, and then we go to Aridin. Uh, uh, talking to Kanaya about how, like, listen, listen, I know. I know. I know you're super gay for Vriska. And I know that's why you don't want to auspice with us because you don't want to be stuck in that role because you want to be uh, mate sprites. Is it mate sprites or mate spritz? Mate spritz? Whatever. And then we get a nice little thing about how apparently Aridin and Carcat talk about about their friends' relationships, about how Aridin and Karkat were talking about how Kanaya totally has a thing for Friska. And I think that's nice. How, because I don't really see Aridin and Karkat talk all that much. Uh, I don't really think I've seen it up to 
uh, the point I'm at now in um, in reading through Homestuck, but um, but apparently they do get together and talk about basically shipping their friends together and stuff like that. I mean, uh, Nepeta has her whole like shipping wall, but apparently Aridin and, and Karkat actually talk about it, which is uh, great and also gay. And then we finally have Kanaya having her crush on Rose, though she doesn't know it's Rose yet. It's just the person who wrote the uh, S-Grub or S-Burb game guide and how great that is and how wonderful that is and her confidence and her leadership and how much she wants to talk to her even though she's probably dead and just how fantastic it is and how great she must have done. So that's wonderful and that's definitely going to play a lot into stuff. And then we move into poor Kanaya finally being crushed when it comes to Briska. Like... She does all this work. She's helping Vriska out. She makes this nice dress for Vriska, which Vriska uses to kiss Tavris while Kanaya watches. I don't think Vriska knows that Kanaya watches. I don't think she gives a shit, but Kanaya's watching and very upset about that. And it's just, it sucks for Kanaya. And she ends up talking about it on uh, one of Karkat's uh, memos um because everyone goes to Carcat about relationship advice whether uh they mean to or not it seems she finally admits that yeah yeah she was uh definitely crushing on someone like she's vaguely admitting it but it just wasn't reciprocated it just wasn't good enough you know finally breaking it off well not really breaking off with Friska but finally ending it with Friska there unfortunately you know (laughs) A lot of this I want to be like happy gay stuff, but I mean, it, it's still gay stuff even when it's sad gay stuff. Sometimes it's even more gay if it's sad. I mean, that's that's what musicals are, right? You know, more gay because they're sad. But yeah, like I said, this was a, a little short episode. There just wasn't as much content in Act 1 as I thought there would be. Or, sorry, Act 5, Act 1. Um, but there's just way too much in Act 5, Act 2. I mean, even in the first couple of pages. I can almost make a whole episode just from the first couple of pages of Act 5, Act 2. So at least you have a lot to look forward to. There's definitely a lot more content um, there. So yeah, here's a little uh, quick episode, and I will be back uh, next Wednesday. Uh, I think is that that's what I'm going to stick to is every Wednesday I'm going to get an episode up. So, um, you know, kind of middle of the week. Not a whole lot going on then. So... So yeah, uh, let me know if I missed anything. Um, I feel like maybe there are some more things I could have flushed out, especially with Carcat and Solix. Uh, but definitely uh, shoot me a message. If uh, you guys send me things, I look back and they're like, yeah, I should have added that on. I'll talk about it in the next episode just so uh, everyone for sure has all the gay moments here. And uh, well, thank you for listening. Like I said, I'll be back uh, next week. And um, like, subscribe, share. Uh, Currently, I have everything up on uh, Buzzsprout, so I don't know if you can really follow people. I'm honestly not that knowledgeable about Buzzsprout, but it's free, though I'm going to end up having to pay for it because it will only host my episodes for so long without paying for it. But that's that's beside the point. So I'm on Buzzsprout. Um, I'm on iTunes. There might be YouTube episodes coming up in the future just because that's another easy way for people to listen, you know, just trying to to make it easier for everyone here. If you have a uh, a medium that you would like this to be on that'd be easiest for you to listen to, let me know, and I'll see what I can do about it. But yeah, and uh, yeah, so thank you very much. 
and I will see you next week.